thanks for the conversation we have with Francis on episode 43 about our love for Brendan Fraser movie spawned a discussion for this week, which is Blast from the Past. This shows the good and bad sides about being locked out at home, aka COVID. I'm Matt. I'm Chant. And this is episode 49 of We Should Talk About This at Work. How's it going, Chad? I'm good, Matt. Um, we're doing one of those weird little things again this week where I'm not leading the charge. So it just feels weird in this second chair because it's really fucking warm in this chair. Like, what have you been doing over here these last 48 episodes? Just farting in that chair. That's all yeah. I've been doing. Yeah, that must be what that smell is. Okay. But your week should have been easy since... All you had to do was really just watch the movie. You didn't have to research and do everything else that goes with the podcast. That's true. It was a chill city week. I, you know, I got a couple of topics to discuss, you know, since I wasn't burdened with um, having to actually fucking work this week. So thank you. Right. So since I'm burdened, I have less to talk about. I put all my extra time in my week for this podcast to be amazing. And with that being said, we got Kamaya back with us. Yay. Hello, Kamaya. Hi. How's it going? Pretty good. Can't complain. Did you have a good Valentine's? We last saw each other on the Valentine's episode. Mm-hmm. I don't sell. That's not a real holiday. So are you telling me that your husband, whom we all worked with, didn't do anything special for you? He didn't get you like the, what, what do you call it? The chocolate hearts or some flowers? Or even a car? Uh, no, he he got me some jewelry. Um, well, I thought you just said it was a made-up holiday. It is a made-up holiday, but, but you he took still the gift, feels huh? need to buy stuff. It would be it would be like, oh, you know, I don't want that. This holiday ain't real. But he know the holiday's not real. I told you, if I'm not off of work, it's not a real holiday. <laughs> that checks out. That does check out. I, I can't argue with that. So you believe in the myth of Christopher Columbus? No, but I'll take the off day for him. You just said it's not real if you don't get that day off. The holiday is real. The story <laughs> is jacked up. I will take the holiday for some bull crap. I'm not, I'm not going to dispute off days. So, Kamaya, what have you been up to these days? Um, waiting to close on a house. Oh. How's that going? Ghetto. <laughs> Elaborate. Um, I had to get a new lender because my other lender who will not be named was doing some questionable, potentially unsavory things. And I don't trust unsavory people with my money. Um, but they keep contacting my husband and they might get dragged. I might express mail a butt whoop into their door. <laughs> so... But now we're with somebody else. Um, so because the interest rate went rate went up in the market, our interest rate went up a lot. Um, because we were locked in in January and now we had to relock in in March. But that's fine, I guess. I trust this person with my money. So okay. Anything else been going on? Um, I mean, I have a couple events that I have to provide desserts for. And then a couple miscellaneous orders. But outside of that, no. And I hope nothing else pops up. <laughs> did we ever... Oh, no, you, we didn't promote your stuff last time. You said that you didn't really want to put your stuff out there as far as dessert making. You didn't want to make any money. Uh, no, I am not. I am staying with my parents. So I don't have like nearly half of my things mm. here. So I have my mixer here and I have um, my cupcake pans, but I really don't have too much of anything else. So anytime someone orders something for me, I'm going out to the baker shop and I have to buy everything right then and there because I don't have anything mm. here. That makes sense. Got you. Yeah. So once you get your new house, get set up, and then you're going to be ready to start promoting. Right, probably. And I'm working on gotcha. desserts. In the meantime, I'm trying to learn the ratios. I got you. I understand. So once you get up and running... Let Chad know, because Chad need to get some of that banana pudding. I do. Okay. I really I do. I made banana pudding cookies. 
Yeah, yeah. You mentioned that last time. I was like, ooh, yeah. But I never followed up because I'm lazy. You didn't. Neither of you followed up even about your tumblers. Once more, lazy. That's okay. Lazy. Yes. Yeah. I will get around to doing that. Just like I'll get around to sending Chad Japanese snacks. It eventually will happen. I mean, you've done that before. You know, you're the only person I've ever sent stuff to so far. <laughs> oh, thank you, man. Thank you. So I'm like, I'll get around to it. When I'm at the store, I'll be like, oh, yeah, I should send some stuff. Ah, oh, damn, I ain't got no boxes. And then I'm like, I got I bought a whole <laughs> bunch of boxes. And I'm like, I don't want to go out there. I got to go to the post office, pack <laughs> stuff and do things. So I'm like, I'll get around to it. So those boxes are still here. Eventually, all those people I promised food to, eventually it's going to come. See, the, you know, the smart thing I was doing, I was waiting for COVID to die down. I'm looking out for your safety, right? Because COVID can get on boxes. Is that a thing? No. No. Uh, all right. Well, then we can edit this part out. It's, it's on its way. It's on It's on its way. Did Chad ever send you some, um, some, I guess, hometown favorites? Your way? No, but I sent him a Christmas card. Chad, that's dirty, bro. How's that dirty? Like, I had to actually write something in that fucking card. You sent me a Christmas card? Don't be a dickhead. Yeah, I did. Uh, what year? Uh, 2020. Maybe I don't. My my memory's not good. Maybe I don't. <sighs> was there was there money in this card? Then I probably remember if there was money in it. Well, if you don't remember, there probably wasn't not. money in it. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Sounds like a hard no. All right. Wait, was it was was it a picture? Was it a picture of your daughter? Yes, it was a picture of my family. I, I believe you. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe that happened. You I give you a benefit now to say you did. I don't Thanks. think you will lie about it, about sending a Christmas card, though. But yeah, Chad, what have you been up to? Man, I've been doing a lot of stuff. So um, do either of you guys read comic books? Nope. Not recently. No, we're not even in like the past 15 years. No. So um, a few years ago, there was this pretty cool miniseries called Spider-Man Life Story. It was a six issue miniseries and um, Spider-Man started in the 60s. So each issue of the series took place in a different decade. And so this is one Spider-Man. So the first issue is, is the 60s. Um, he's he's Spider-Man and um, it just like kind of captures like big events that happen in each decade. So a big thing that happened was Harry got, not Harry, Flash got sent to Vietnam. That was like a kind of big thing in the comics back then. And like in the 70s, I believe that's when they killed Gwen Stacy because he was dating her then. And then like the 80s is when we had Black Suit Spider-Man. So it was a really cool story. So I just learned that they did the same thing with the Fantastic Four. Uh And I, in my opinion, it wasn't as good. Now, I will admit, partially, I'm not as familiar with Fantastic Four as I am with Spider-Man. Um, but it just, so what they did in Spider-Man was like, they were like, okay, we're going to do Black Suit Spider-Man. So this, this issue is going to take place a few days in whatever year in the 1980s. And then we, you know, and that's the issue. But each issue like was really like, okay, if we're in the 60s, we gonna be in the 60s so it started like in 61 and the issue ended in 69 so like they were doing a whole bunch in one issue and an issue of a comic book is like 30 pages and so it's not all text it's pictures and shit so it's like they were just trying to do too much within the small amount of time that they had you said the black suit spider-man so you're talking about the symbiote one yes okay but yeah, I I recommend that Spider-Man one. It's pretty cool. So like when you get to issue six, like by then, like um, it's basically <laughs> it was kind of like uh, you know how like an arrow where you got like Team Flash and Team Arrow and shit. So like in that last issue of Spider-Man, it was basically Team Spider-Man where he had Miles. Miles was part of the crew, but Peter's like old as fuck because it was like he's like 70, 80 years old by that last issue. <laughs> The Spider-Man one's better, in my opinion. The Fantastic Four one was doing a little bit too much. So I'm, gotcha. I can't say I would recommend it, but I highly recommend the Spider-Man one. And what's the name of it again? Uh, Spider-Man Life Story and Fantastic Four Life Story. 
Got you. Okay. Yeah. I um also been playing some video games. Uh, they came out with that Mario Kart DLC uh, a little while back. Uh, either you guys get that? Nope. That's for babies. Yeah, that's right. You're a, you're a professional Fortnite player now. I apologize. Hey man, the new season just dropped, and guess what? There's no building. Hey, I don't know what that means. You can you like know, Fortnite. Build, I don't know how yeah. to explain it, but you can like build your little like steps or whatever to get around places in Fortnite. So you're a Fortniter, right. Kamaya? No, <laughs> I was done with Fortnite when they had a Travis Scott concert in the middle of the game. I don't. What? What? That was the thing. Don't worry about that. Okay. Um. <laughs> But no, I'm gonna say Mario Kart is for babies and play Fortnite. Because when I told him about we should play Fortnite, he was like, "That's for babies." I didn't say that's for babies. I said I'm too old for that. Like I don't get it. Now that's right. You don't, but you don't, but but you don't play shooting games anyway, though. I do. I don't. I'm not into. Well, okay. I was gonna say I'm not into multiplayer games anymore, but that's not true. Because like I play some fucking Mario Kart with somebody, but. I, if I'm gonna play a shooting game, I want that shit to be single player because I know the other people better than me. I know this. Now don't 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 downgrade yourself. You just gotta practice. Hmm. I it guess. depends on the game because if you're playing like Warcraft or what? Not Warcraft. Um, Warzone. What one of them games? I can't think of Call of Duty. Yeah, Call of Duty. You can have some. You can be playing with people on the computer, and they will have like more accurate of a shot because they're using a mouse. But yeah, no. Um, the only shooter game that I play is not really a shooter game. It's Grand Theft Auto. It's a shooter game when I play it, but it's a shooter game when everybody plays it. Depends <laughs> on the person. My husband's not. He just be stealing people's cars and doing the missions. I'd be trying to, you know. Some of those missions, you gotta shoot people. He's never played. Like he's not an OG Grand Theft Auto player. The game's like, hey, drive here and shoot that person. That's right. a mission. I know, but like if you that was really like the, the gist of the missions when you go back to the older Grand Theft Autos. But mm-hmm. um I think he's only played maybe the last the last few that came out. And I've been playing since like Grand Theft Auto, I think three. Cause that's when I was kind of old enough to have it. Okay. Right, because in the older ones, like you said, Chad, there was just go to this place and go to this place and kill this person. Now it's actually plot storylines and everything else Ooh. that evolves around there. So your attentions might not go to this place and kill somebody, but you're gonna have to kill somebody on the way to getting this mission done. So there aren't missions nowadays where like one character has beef with another character and they're like do a drive by. That's not a thing anymore. Well, think- not not on yeah, not on this new one. New ones you can play three different characters. That's Franklin, somebody else, somebody else, and it's kind of like a Pulp Fiction movie to where you play, you do one character, one stuff with one character, then it switches to the other character, and and at the end they all meet up and do things like that. So there is there is some missions where you need to kill somebody, but it's not like each mission is go kill somebody. You right. get to this location, drop this off, do this, steal that, and then on the way you might have to kill some people. Yeah, I was like, I think the only mission I can think of, well, at least the first mission that I can think of, of having to kill somebody was, um, I don't know the black dude name. I'm going to call him Marcus for reference. So um, <laughs> <laughs> he had a crazy ex-girlfriend that didn't have a car and he had to drive her around, but then you have to like take her out. So basically you just drive off a cliff in this car and jump out the car while it's playing. But she doesn't <laughs> die. She actually comes back and curses you out. So um, I don't like the new Grand Theft Auto. Okay. Uh, the the uh, shit. Can we even call it the new Grand Theft Auto? That game came out during PS3, and they remade it for PS4, and they remade it for PS5. Like we've been playing the same Grand Theft Auto for three generations now. I have not. Well, it also right because they keep they keep updating it. So now before it was just a game we played. Now you got multiplayer on there now. Mm-hmm. So now you have multiplayer shooting. Now you have multiplayer racing. It's all on Grand Theft Auto, the Grand really? Theft Auto umbrella. Where are the people like me that want the single player? Because it's like, now I haven't played this new Grand Theft Auto, but if you recall, me and you really got deep into Red Dead Redemption. And then they were like, oh, hey, there's online. And we played that and we was like, this is stupid. Right. Right. I don't know. I want, I- I feel like the creators got lazy. Yeah. 
they made the what, Grand Theft Auto Five. It was the shortest game. You can literally beat the entire game with all three characters in one day. Wait, seriously? It's not that long. Like they went from having like five hundred missions and constantly adding them to having nearly none. Oh, I mean, I I bought it because it was like on sale for like ten dollars on Black Friday. So I have it in the house. Maybe I'll pop it in. <laughs> You'll be done with it. <laughs> right, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So okay. it was about as short as um. I can't even think of the name of that game. Got out. Don't worry about it. That's okay. I can I can name a character, but I can't even think of the name of the game. That's fine. Name the character. Uh, Tiny Tina. Oh, yeah. The last all Borderlands. You, all you need to do is oh, well, Tiny Tina's Wonderland. Borderlands. No, I know. No, oh. the the the. I think that's the latest one. Tiny Tina's Wonderland. Yeah, but Borderlands Three. Whenever they launched that, it was short. Very okay. short. Disappointing. Actually, not even worth the money. Okay. Um, Chad, uh, so, so what's part of this DLC on Mario Kart? Um, so it's um, so you can pay for it for two two different ways. The first way is just pay twenty five dollars outright, or you can um, subscribe to the more premium version of their um, Nintendo Online service that includes N sixty four games. But basically, they said you're going to get 48 new courses for $25 and or maybe it's $20, whatever the fuck. It is, is it is it actually new or is it just old courses they're adding to this? So it's a mix. So they released eight maps so far and they all of them are remakes except one. And the, the new one's pretty cool. It's like Ninja Hideaway or something. And it's like really confusing, like which way to go. But it's a really cool map. So seven of them are remakes um i i like it it's pretty cool i mean i was a little put off that you know there's a uh, a mobile mario kart game now right right so they imported some levels from that and i'm like but these maps are gonna be small because it's from a mobile game but you know right. yeah. but um i played through them with my cousin last week uh she came over and it's pretty fun like i i recommend it i mean it's twenty five dollars for forty eight more courses of a game that's been like, you know, riding strong for quite some time now. I right. recommend it. Okay. Is it bad that I don't like to support the gig economy by like doing Uber Eats and all that shit? Because like I don't want to spend like thirty additional dollars on my tab. Is that is that wrong of me? No, I still keep on it. Twenty twenty two. I ain't paying full price in the grocery store. What makes you think I'm going to pay an extra $10 to get it delivered? All right, because I'm like, I'll and just also, drive. And I read, I read on Yahoo News that like now they're doing like an extra charge or whatever for gas and stuff now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because I saw something where a man was complaining, like he's a, a, a food driver, uh, you know, Uber or Eats or whatever. And he's complaining about gas prices. And he's like, how am I supposed to work when all my money going to gas? Right sounds better so so i'm wondering if they give them a gas card or how's that working so should we should we get a part-time at grubhub to get a free tank of gas nah man you don't want to be delivering food to people i mean it's better (laughs) it's better than (laughs) delivering people but they get paid a lot of money Right, but the people are the added, you know, like element. Like I've got a friend who used to do Uber, and I can't tell you how many times he told me like people like vomiting it all in his car, and like you get a bonus if that happens, but you still need to clean your car. Oh, I did not go down the right street with that. I was thinking like <laughs> funeral home driver <laughs> or like a <laughs> medical courier. <laughs> I thought about when you said that. I thought about some kind of like uh, slave auction when you said delivering people. I was like, "Where are you delivering people to?" Well, yeah, we. I think I, I was confused too. Okay, well, I, I apologize for confusing you too. Okay, I was like, because you know, like medical couriers, they get paid per box. They can easily clear two G's by dropping off somebody's eyeball across town. I just. That's a that's kind of a person. It's a part of a person. Well, I mean, Maybe. we were talking about like Grubhub and Uber Eats, so I was just talking about the other side of Uber. You know, I mean, it's like human transportation. You just can't eat. I mean, some people do, but you legally you can't. 
I don't know. When you take an Uber, do you can't do you give them tips? In the app, yes. Apparently, when you take a taxi, do you give them a tip? Yes. I don't use. Oh, no, well, never- okay. Well, I will say this, but that's individual to the person. You should because of what they're being paid. But apparently, not everybody tips. Because now everything I see online about Uber Eats and things like that is the drivers complain about how they didn't get a big enough tip or something like that. Right. Yeah, because it's kind of like I know somebody who who does it, but it's you have them going to BFE to go pick up your food, and depending on an order, like it could be like a really big order or like a really small order, but you're driving, you're taking a thirty minute trip across town to come back to the other side of town to drop off their food. And there's like, okay, thanks. Like I paid your service fee and that's it, but they don't really don't get anything off of that. Yeah, and like the real disconnect is so, okay. So first, cause you've never done those, right, Matt? Or have you? Like, did you do those when you were in America? I've done an, no, I've never done an Uber before. Cause I, I mean, I've been in Uber, but Laurent paid for when we was in San Diego. Uber Eats. I might have done once. Okay, so the okay, so let's say that you order some chicken nuggets from McDonald's on Uber Eats. And if you go to the store, that's going to be like, let's say $3. Let's just say, right? If you are looking at it on the app, it's going to say that those chicken nuggets are $5. First of all, the food is going to be upcharged. And then once you place your order, they're going to, charge you a service fee and a delivery fee and your five dollar chicken nuggets are now like fifteen dollars basically and so what a lot of people are like well i paid all this extra money on this food clearly the tip should be somewhere in there right that's where a lot of people that's what a lot of people think but it's not Mm. so like a lot of that money yes some of that money is going to the driver, but most of that is going to grow up or whoever. So if using that exact same example, say if it took that person, you know, 20 minutes, 10 minutes there, 10 minutes back, whatever. And it's, they don't get a tip. You're not being paid based off time, though. What are you getting paid based? What is a driver being paid off of? Just the order. how much the, the order is. Oh, now I will say that the driver can pick if they're going to take a take an order. So like they'll get an alert saying, hey, you got a $15 order. Actually, I don't even know if it says that it might actually say how much the food costs and not the service costs. So they the driver might actually see what the food costs instead of what they're being charged. So like they may get an alert saying, hey, you got like a, a $6 order. And so and they can choose they, to take that. Or and when you pay for it, the customer pays for it. You pay for it right then and there, right? In the app, So you, yes. pay, you pay for the app, then the driver gets the alert, right? And the alert sees how much it is, sees. What does the, what does the driver see? I, I'm not 100. I don't think that the driver sees the service fees. I think they just see that you order some $6 nuggets. I think they just see, like, besides that, I think they also see the location. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yes, they, they see where they're going, but, like, the for the money. So yeah. I think it will say, hey, they ordered some $6 nuggets. You're going to make, like, $2 off of this run. And it'll say you got to go 20 minutes away from where wherever you are. Is there a way to put a tip in then? Um, you place the order? On one of the apps, on one of the apps, they let you um, say, hey, they let you like add the tip as you're checking out. But there is also a way, I don't know if they took this out, but there's also a way to change the amount of the tip once it's delivered. So what some people are doing have done, I've heard complaints about this. It's like, let's say you are those $6 nuggets, but the thing says the person is going to tip you $10. So you'll do the order, and then once it's delivered, they'll change the tip to one dollar. <laughs> what an asshole! I mean, right. I mean, I understand that on both sides. I understand that because going off the thing is, 
if if the driver sees, hey, this is kind of tip I'm going to get, then they know ahead of time and then they ain't got to complain or whatever. But then on the back end, if I say, if I tipped you whatever amount of money and the shit is slow or shit is missing, then I should be able to um, take my tip down. But to me, that should be like, I don't know, once you set the tip out, if you want to change the tip, maybe you got to put that into not HR, but you know, whoever runs Grubhub, some kind of people. But then that could be some potential bullshit to bring down their overall score because the, the drivers are scored too. So like if they did nothing wrong, but you just because remember the driver can choose to refuse to take the order. It'll pop up mm-hmm. and say, Hey, this drive this is in the area. And the thing is, like, drivers don't want to do a $6 run. So that's why people say, hey, this tip is going to be an extra 10 bucks to get somebody to take that drive. And, and they're not going to know if food's missing because they're not going to go through your food. Yeah, it's usually you sealed when you get it, too. Yeah. Um, oh. When you do an online order, like, I've, I've door dashed food to my grandmother and what the driver did is she actually called me to tell me that they were like out of certain things. So I told them what to tell them to replace it with. But other than that, they won't know that it's missing because the restaurant folds the bags down and then like tapes them or uses a sticker to keep them closed. Mm. Cause I've seen videos where like people were eating their food, drivers were eating their food or like they get to the house and then they don't have a tip and then they come back and take the food away because they didn't get the good enough temp or whatever. I don't know. But um, so um, from what I understand, Matt, you watched a movie that I brought up last week. Yes, I watched Deep Water. Kamaya, okay. are you familiar with this? No. It's, um, it's a wild movie. <laughs> it's a wild movie. So um, ben Affleck and Anna... Um, De Armas. Yes, and the the premise of it is his wife. Um, his wife goes out and does. I don't want to call it an affair because he knows about it. Um, I mean, that's still an affair. All right. Well, his wife goes out and publicly has publicly out here in these streets. Basically, he knows of relationships to mm-hmm. where. Uh, Yes, but he accepts it, but he does not like it. And turmoil ensues. I'm not going to give <laughs> details because uh, I-, I want people to go out and watch this. It is uh, the ending is underwhelming, but it's a wild ride throughout the movie. I mean, I'm going to just say this. I didn't like it. Now that kind of wants me to get into it and fuck these spoilers now. <laughs> I mean, like, you know, I don't like it. Like, you just said it. The ending was underwhelming. Like, we had this wild roller coaster of a ride, and to end in, with such a whimper, it's like, well, why did I spend two hours watching this movie? That is true. Yeah. You have all this crazy stuff going on. And then the way it ends, it's like, we don't get the answers that the movie pretends like it's going to show us at the end we don't get right. those answers we don't we don't get the answer to these questions that the movie laid out right very yeah you're not satisfied it's very underwhelming right so but i do recommend you watch it because there's a this ain't a movie for the kids they do <laughs> no, show nudity yeah there's a lot of nudity in this but uh this ain't for the kids and the other movie i watch is windfall on netflix um you guys familiar with this one I saw the trailer. Um, It looked interesting. So here's the synopsis. A man breaks into a tech billionaire's empty vacation home, but things go sideways when the arrogant mogul and his wife and his wife arrives for the last minute getaway. And it stars Jason Segel, Jesse Plemons, and Lily Collins. So this is on Netflix. It is good. But, you know, when you're watching a movie and a character does something stupid and you're like, why are they doing this? That happens a lot to me in this movie to where um, Jason Segel's character is the one who breaks into the house or whatever. But then 
it's kind of like he broke into this house, not expecting him to be there. So then now he has to all of a sudden pretend like a burglar and kidnapper and doing all this stuff. And this was uh, one part I will tell you. So he decides that, you know, this is a billionaire mogul. So he needs to give him some money and then he's going to leave town forever, start a new life. And then the money that he asked for was, he said, I need $150,000. And the mogul and his wife starts laughing. And they were like, well, if you want to start a new life, you need a lot more than that. <laughs> so he funny. was like, he was like, how about a million dollars? And then they were like, they started laughing again. They was like, all right, you need more money than that. He was like, how about I help you out and give you, let you know, how about $2 million a day? He basically rose up the price. So it was like that. Um, it's not a bad movie, not a great movie. So if you're looking for something, watch uh, Windfall on Netflix. Okay. All right, y'all ready for the movie? Yeah, let's do this. This week's movie discussion is is the Brendan Fraser movie, Blast from the Past. Since 1962, Adam Weber has been calling his parents' bomb shelter home. But now, he's ready to discover our world. Brendan Fraser, Alicia Silverstone. What have you been doing? I'm watching television in color. Blast from the Past. In 1962, a father locks himself and his pregnant wife in a homemade bomb shelter when he thought the country was under attack. Believing attack was upon them, he activates the shelter locks on the door that are designed not to open for 30 years. When the locks finally open, the baby, the baby Adam, Brendan Fraser, now 35, leaves to get supplies and finds a world that has drastically changed. And uh, FYI, just to give you some movie information before we start, the director is Hugh Wilson, starring Brendan Fraser, Alicia Silverstone, Christopher Walken, Sissy Spacek, and Dave Foley. So right off the bat, let's start with Chad. Since Chad has Ooh. never seen this movie before, Chad, what was your thoughts about the movie? Um, overall, I liked it. It was cute. Um, honestly, I saw the trailer before I watched the movie, and I thought that the movie was it had funny parts, but I thought it was going to be like more of like a wacky comedy. If that makes sense, like it was just gonna be joke on joke on joke on joke. Um, I did like it. I understood why, but I didn't like that. I liked it, and I didn't like it. I like that we had a lot of build up, like about like with the parents and the bunker and everything. But I also felt like that took too much time up of the movie, so that when we got to the nineties. Like we didn't really flesh out too many characters beyond um, Alicia Silverstone and um, Dave Foley. Like when they would go to that nightclub and uh, Alicia Silverstone's like, don't talk to that girl. And I'm like, okay. And then he starts speaking French with her. And then that's like the only time we see that girl. And I'm like, okay. Or well, I agree because when she was saying that uh, basically she a hoe, but they didn't elaborate why she a hoe or anything yeah. else like that. Yeah. And then also like they I mean, I understand why they did it, but then they had that subplot that was like literally one second where she tried to get Brendan Fraser committed. And it's like that's there's interesting stuff there. But because we didn't really have time to explore this, this was literally an afterthought. Like it was introduced and then immediately dropped. But I did like the movie. I thought it was cute. Um, pretty good. Good pick, Matt. All right, Kamaya, what was your thoughts? Um, I mean, the parts that they could elaborate on, like what you were talking about, Chad, mm -hmm. they had time to do it if they would have removed all the non-essential parts of the movie, which is about that the movie. What, what, like the what? little the little bits that they just put in there was like there's kind of no rhyme or reason for this to be here. Such as? Uh, like when you were talking about the, the lady at the bar. Oh, <laughs> really no rhyme or reason to be there. You could have used that time to elaborate somewhere else on something else, but at least 20 minutes of the movie could be erased. It's not I really mean, did we need that club sequence? We didn't need I, a lot I get what you're saying. It's not only my least favorite movie, but it was 1999, so I can't really, I guess, grill it too much because it was from a different time. Right. But I did have a question for you too. Was Brendan Fraser ever handsome? 
Because um, my man looked a yeah. little busted in this movie. Um, you in 1999 he was in that era when he used to do when he did that Georgia the young Georgia the jungle bedazzled. He was looked at as a as an attractive guy. And, and the was, mummy. This was 96, 97. What was this? Nine, uh, back from past 99. Oh, that was 99 also? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, my man was not looking good in this. Now, I haven't seen The Mummy in quite some time, so maybe he was looking handsome in that, but he wasn't looking cute in this movie. You know, they kind of gave him a little <laughs> glow up for The Mummy, but not somebody I want to wake up to in the morning, personally. <laughs> but this movie definitely didn't do him justice by any means. Wait, I can't hear you, Matt. My overall thoughts for the movie, I enjoyed it. Um, like Chad said, it was cute. But also, I haven't seen this too when I was, since I was a kid, and I seem to remember it being a lot more funnier than when I watched it this time. Um, and my thoughts were, whatever happened to Alicia Silverstone? She did this, Clueless, and now I'm like, I don't know what else she's been into. Where's she been at? But overall... Oh, okay, I mean, I'm sorry. I thought that was the actual question for us. I don't know. I mean, you guys had an answer. I don't know where she been at. at. The most recent thing I saw, or I'm aware she was in. Um, so you familiar with those Diary of a Wimpy Kid movies? Yeah. Well, the the books. Yeah, my son has the books. So there's four movies. The first three had the same cast, like, and they aged. And then the fourth one, they rebooted it, and she played the mom in the reboot. Oh. But also. So I've seen Alicia Silverstone in person. Like she, uh, she was at a comic convention um, for the anniversary she, of Clueless. How she looked? Wait, how, how long ago was this? Uh, this is 2019. How did she look? Okay, so <laughs> I've also seen interviews with her, and this is like way back in the day, and she always gives off an air of she's high all the fucking time. Like when you, she's not acting. And so in interviews, like on late night shows, I got that vibe. And when she was at that comic convention, just talking to people, it's like nine o'clock in the morning. It, to me, it seemed like she was high. Maybe she's an airhead, ditzy, whatever the term is. But like she just didn't seem to be in that moment. Now, I was curious because like, I thought she was attractive in this movie. I thought she was attractive and clueless. And it was like, you figure somebody like, she was famous, famous. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, why wasn't she in more things after, more mainstream things after this? That's a good question. I mean, she looked fine enough. She's still in shape. She started writing books. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, well, then, yeah, maybe she just didn't want to act anymore. She. I mean... Just did something this year. Like acting? Yeah. It didn't get good writings, though. It's Okay, so I'm looking at her stuff. She was in that um, that He-Man animated show, the one that um, the internet was mad at. Um, she's also in that Baby Sitter's Club on Netflix. Um, she's in something called The Requiem, which, yeah. is, which came out this year. Uh, it looks like a killer shark or something like that. I do not remember her in Beauty Shop. She's in Beauty Shop. Oh yeah, she, <laughs> yeah, that's right. She 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 was a country girl in in Beauty Shop. The one that the black dude started to end up dating. She had a she had a fine as a uh, fine black dude as her boyfriend later on. That's oh, which, right. Which handsome that. black man was it? I remember. You don't remember don't which know. handsome black man? She she was the white girl with the crimped hair. Yeah, I've never seen it. I've only seen the barbershop movies. What? Not the third one. I've seen the first two barbershop movies. Mm. But yeah, so overall, all right, movie. It it was good, but like basically going this off of like being locked in there, just like COVID times. Um, I think I never had a quarantine like you guys had to do or work from home or do anything. But I can imagine if something like this happened, I'd be like his mama. I'd be taken to the booze a lot to get through the day. I like how her transition to an alcoholic was subtle. Like it was a slow descent downward. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's how it'd be. Yeah. 
All right, you guys ready to move on to the trivia part of the show? I'm very much looking forward to this. I only got to play trivia one other time on this show. All right, insert trivia mu- music in here now. I don't know what the trivia <laughs> music be. All right. That's right, because you don't listen to the fucking show. Right, correct. Oh, there is trivia music? All right. No, there's not. Oh, okay. All right, who wants to go first? What is this? What is this game exactly. that wrote? I'm very intrigued. Exactly. Ladies so first. It's a, it's a trivia. It's White Claws trivia. first. Roar. <coughs> Excuse me. All right, Kamaya, let's go first. We'll start off with something easy. The movie begins in what year? Oh, shit. Blast from the Past? Yes. 1961. And correct. Chad, you want to go for the steal? 62? Good job. When the they roll the clip, around... it'll say 61 first before it goes to 62. Not the information I, I looked up. Said... Did you watch the movie? <laughs> I watched the movie and I did research into it. <laughs> I was like, it pops up on the screen. Why are you trying to steal my glory here, Kamaya? I'm not. I want you to be great. I want you to be great. But I genuinely thought it said 1961 on the screen. I literally re this bullcrap for y'all. Let me look. Hold on. Make sure I'm not wrong. I'm not, I don't. I could have just been tripping when I was watching it. But I'm pretty sure when that roll the first scene is 61. 1962. 1962. All right. So, Chad, you ready for the next question? Yes. Which of the following does Adam not? Repeat that again. Not marvel at when he first leaves a fallout shelter. A, a girl. B, a black person. C, a prostitute. Or D, the sky. I'll repeat the options if you want me to. Which one did he not marvel at? Uh, oh, marvel at because he ran into all three of them. Um, he um, he did not marvel at the prostitute. Ding, 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 ding. Good job. Now we're about to get into some harder ones. Kamaya, how much money did Adam's mother give him to go shopping? That's not hard. It is for me. Did you okay. watch the movie? I just said I'll rewatch it for you. <laughs> she okay. said how much? She said how much? No, he said yeah, yeah. He said how much his money his mom gave him when he was at the butcher shop. All right, A, $1,000, B, $2,000, C, $3,000, or D, $4,000? Chad, you want to go for the steal? It's $3,000. $3,000. Good job. All right, Chad, when Eve claims to be a psychic, Troy makes fun of her and refers to her as what celebrity? Oh, Dionne Warwick. Good job. Uh, Dionne Warwick happens to be Whitney Houston's aunt, professes that she has psychic abilities. Apparently that's a thing. I didn't know that. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, Dionne Warwick in the Psychic Friends Network. Okay. Kamaya, Eve works for a baseball card dealer who wants to buy a rookie car from Adam, a which baseball player? A, Why are you giving Mickey her these Mantle? stupid ass questions? Because he wants to answer this is stuff that I did not pay attention to in these movies. It's not the, a, it's not the main part Mickey, of the movie. It doesn't matter. A, a, Mickey Mantle, B, Ty Cobb, C, Babe Ruth, or D, Yogi Berra? He was on baseball. Never mind. Yeah, Yogi, Yogi Bear. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know where any of these people existed in... The MLB. Well, I mean, they're actually. older players, sixties <laughs> and back. Right, um, but I still can't answer this. All right, just pick a letter then. A, B, C, or D. Okay, well, Babe Ruth, because that's the only one I knew. Incorrect. Was it Ty Cobb? Wrong. Mickey Mickey Mantle. Uh. All right, last one. Another baseball. In exchange for helping him, Adam gives Eve a card of which baseball great? Roger Hornsby, 
Joe DiMaggio, Lou Gehrig, or Bob Feller? Uh, A. Rogers Hornsby? Correct. Good job. Oh, side note, he was a player manager of the Cardinals' first world championship in 1926. Nice. Good job, everybody. This now, is a, this is a different take on trivia. What that? This man right. just pulled out paper for the audio <laughs> yeah, listeners. You, you you told me to uh, do this research. All right, <clears throat> let's start off. Ron Tomatoes. What do you guys think the Ron Tomatoes for this overall score was? All right, here we go. I've never gotten to do this before. Um, you're the guest. I'm sorry, Kamai. Go ahead. You're the only one that can answer questions about the movie, apparently. So. I mean, I'm sorry if I take notes on every one of these fucking movies we see, Kamaya. I just feel like the, <laughs> the small details are not important. <laughs> Baseball um, card money is not important. I'm going to say this movie got a 68. Okay. Kamaya? I'm going to just go with you. I'm just going to say 68. Since he has Close. 58. 58%. <laughs> Shit. Um, but in the overall consensus was that it was a cute idea, but not consistently funny. Right. Last from the past opened in North American studio theaters on February 12th, 1999 and took in $7 million plus earning its fifth place at the box office for the weekend. It ultimately made a profit grossing $41 million worldwide against its $35 million oh. budget. All right. Now it's time for trivia dump. Hold on, it opened number five. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, for that weekend. 58% of people waste their money on this video or on this movie. Hey Amen. I like, well, I didn't catch it in theaters. I saw it on video, but I liked it then. So now it's a lot. So I had to narrow this down. There was a lot of information about this movie. All right. The jet that crashes in Calvin and Helen's house is a North American F-8, F-86 Sabre. Near the end of the film, when, Tro- when Eve and Troy go into the adult bitch adult bookstore to keep the PG-13 rating, all the pornographic images on the video covers had to be blurred out. Uh, it's too much. I'm about to skip around. <laughs> Holiday Inn paid Holiday Inn paid $3.5 million to have their hotel featured in the movie as Adam's Hotel on the surface. I will say this. like That's the nicest Holiday Inn I've ever seen in my life. And I'm like, <laughs> what? Is this, a, is this a real Holiday Inn? <laughs> Hey, there's like, we about to be featured. We're about to class this place up. Right. Uh, yeah, I spoke about the uh, club scene. Aside from the main cast, Adam, Eve, Cliff, Sophie, etc., the scene at the nightclub was filmed spontaneous at an actual Southern California nightclub whose patrons were unaware that a movie was being shot there. Adam's interaction with the two girls where he claimed to have missed his Congressional Medal of Honor were ad-libbed on the spot and the girls' reactions were authentic. But the, the director, Hugh Wilson, has claimed in interviews that there are 25 black cats to appear in the film in the background. And let me stop right there. Do you guys remember seeing any black cats in this movie? Oh, cats. I thought you said cast members. So uh, I was like, oh, no. there's 25 black people in this movie? I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> cats. cats. I don't remember seeing a single cat in this movie. I wasn't looking for cats. Right. Right. And I don't remember one. He says that he revealed the location of each cat upon his death but not sooner. Fans have found 23 of the 25 black cats so far. It's he, <laughs> he made it a fucking puzzle. Like on my death, you would know where the cats are. Like, are we is is that gonna lead to a fucking secret treasure? Like, what the fuck? Or maybe, maybe. it was just more or less that's how he got people to keep watching it to get his views up because no one else is watching it for any other reason. But to find well, the bulk Well, man. Right. He thought it was cute, so. Thought it was. It's not as funny, but it's still a nice movie. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, to date, it is illegal to own, distribute, or show the film in Russia, as the Russian government has deemed it offensive in the way it misrepresents Russia's great history and culture. I Despite find it this, very interesting that you bring say, Russia up this week. That in Asia, you know. At all. Hey man, I do my research to figure out what's going on. Despite this, Blast from the Past is the second most pirated film in Russia history, behind. Space Jam. Space Jam shot on Russia? Maybe. Maybe I mean, is there a character that's supposed to be Russian? I don't know. There were, We watched it last year. I don't remember anything I'm, Russian. Right. right. 
That's interesting. And here are some alternate titles the producers considered before Blast from the Past. The Mickey Mantle rookie card. <laughs> That's stupid. Bomb Shelter. Mm. Back Again. No. Paradise Regained. No. The Girl from Pasadena. That's funny, but no. Cuban, Cuban Missiles and Perry Como. <laughs> <laughs> also, no. I mean, Blast from the Past, I don't feel like is a good title. But considering the other options. So that's all I have. I hope I did you justice, Chad. That's it. I, I, I didn't want it to be something that the audience could hear because I want them to know, to imagine if I approve or disapprove. All right. Well, you can edit yourself out there. All right, Kamaya, is there anything you want to plug on the way out? No shameless plugs here today. All right, thank you again for being on this week. I appreciate it. You're always welcome back anytime. Yeah, so nice to talk to you again, Kamaya. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Mm. Thank you so much for listening. Please rate, like, and review our podcast on your platform of choice. If you have any feedback, please email us at we used to talk pod at gmail.com. Like our Facebook page, we used to talk about this at work. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at we used to talk pod. Come back next week for two district strangers with a very special guest for our 50th episode next week. Woo! You know, I want to thank you, Matt, for, you know, hosting um you will be doing more so have fun knowing that there's going to be more research in your future and i also want to say you know thank you all for listening and now you know what we used to talk about at work see what i did there i brought it back